0: Hello, office mates, and welcome to the preview episode of the Wildcat Offense Football Edition, hosted by myself, Wes Ibarra, and Offsea Sport. Before we get into this week's preview, thank you everybody once again for all the listens, the likes, the subscribes, the follows, the ratings. It means so much to me. It means so much to the project to keep this up and keep um, producing for further projects and future projects, as well as uh, refining what we've done in the past and how we can improve for the next generation of off-sea sport. As always, I encourage each and every one of you to pass the podcast on to friends, family, colleagues, anyone that's down to join the office talk conversation. Um, that is spelled O F F C I E S P O R T found on most podcast platforms, YouTube and Instagram. Um, again, the views, the likes, the ratings, everything. It just means so much uh, to me. And, um, You know, I couldn't have done this without you guys. Uh, As you're listening to this, um, we are one day away from game day. It is Friday afternoon at the time of this recording. So by the time you get to hear this, probably on your way home uh, or putting in some extra OT at work before uh, you get into the weekend or you're already on your weekend and you're just ready to see some Wildcat football. This week, the Cats have the Maryland Terrapins at home uh which is a 11 a.m kick so a couple of the last few kickoffs have been in two in the afternoon this time we're looking at a uh, matinee showing at um 11 central on big 10 network our cats are three and four one and three in the big 10 coming off that tough defeat at nebraska while maryland is five and two two and two in the big 10 coming off a defeat themselves against our bitter rival illinois so both teams are looking to try and get back onto the w column here um maryland looks to be in very good shape overall like i said they are five and two so one win away from being bowl eligible while the cats still have a little bit of work to do but they're still in the hunt um like I mentioned in the recap show against Nebraska. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, please do end a preview episode to perhaps look back, reflect, and see where maybe I've gone right, I've gone wrong. Provide your own opinions. This is what this discussion is all about anyway, for each and every one of us to agree to disagree or even just give our thoughts on how the Cats can be that program uh, that captured our hearts Uh, Within the past 20 years. But anyway. So like I said. Both teams are back on track. Uh, If you are looking to watch the game. That game will be on Big Ten Network. And of course. If you don't have access to a TV. The the game's on AM 720 WGN. So that's in the Chicago area. I'm not sure about the frequencies for other places. But at least in the Chicagoland area. It's 720 AM. So. Northwestern is playing a team that is somewhat new ish to the Big Ten, right? So, most OGs would probably remember Maryland as a team from the ACC. I still think of them that way. Um, I'm not really a fan of having teams that are not Midwest based in the Big Ten. And I know that's a very sensitive thing to say, given that we are now in the era of expansion. But Man, I don't I don't get it with Rutgers and Maryland being in the Big Ten. I mean, you know, they they I have nothing I have nothing against those schools, nothing against those programs, but come on. Big Ten has and has always and should always be a Midwestern conference. But I guess now we're gonna be nationwide, right? With all the West Coast schools coming in and I don't know if the Big Ten is gonna be capturing any Southern teams. Um within the next couple of years. But, oh, well, it is what it is. And of course, membership is huge and representation is huge, especially uh, when it comes to the postseason, right? So a couple things I wanna get into uh, via NU Sports going into tomorrow's game. The Cats are three and one at home this year. So uh, with this game being at home, it's gonna be a really, really good for the Cats because per this data, they're three and one. At good old Ryan Field, averaging 27.8 points per game. Despite them only scoring 10 points per game on the road. So, Road Warriors is not really a theme this uh, season so far. But, at least from a home cooking standpoint, the team is balling. And it turns out that the Cats have scored 14 of their 17 tutties this year at Ryan Field. So, whether people want to make fun of... How old the stadium is, how small it is, and how quiet it can get sometimes. Guess what? It's working, and I hope that it works again this week. Um, PFF gave the Cats a defensive game grade of 85.9 against Nebraska, which is the highest of the year after the Cats held Nebraska to 248 yards. so Like I said in the recap show, defense was a premium, and offense needed to show up. Unfortunately, that did not happen, hence the loss. But if the Cats can keep up this defense going into this week, especially against a quarterback that has a pretty recognizable name in Talia Tagovailoa, then my gosh, we could be in for some form of entertainment. Um, and with the PFF uh, stat, it looks like Northwestern is allowing 62.7 less yards per game through the first seven games than it did last season. So, I'm not going to knock on the last coaching regime here, right? It's very still a very gray area, still a very sensitive area to talk about, but you still got to give people their flowers and give credit where it's due, right? And Coach Braun, I think, has done a pretty decent job of keeping the cats afloat, right? Like I mentioned at the beginning, they're still in the hunt to be bowl eligible, right? And it starts with trying to string wins against teams like these especially with time kind of running out at this point in the year but of course people would have probably said that oh the cats would have been one and six or even oh and seven at this point but hey three and four it's not bad still a losing record but it's better than what most would have predicted And the last fun stat per NU Sports is that this is the only, the fourth ever meeting between the Cats and the Terps. Um, This means that the Cats have played this team the least so far in their team history, which again is understandable, right? Because Maryland has joined the conference a little, or I shouldn't say a little, a lot later in time. But... All time NU is two and one against Maryland. So that's very encouraging news going into tomorrow. Uh one of those wins being a 43 to 3 victory uh in 2020. So that was the COVID year. Uh that was the first and only time uh that both teams have played at uh Ryan Field. No crowds, no whatever it is that makes the college game day experience. Uh and that was when the Cats actually had a very good year, right? That's when they Cracked I believe the top twenty five multiple times, and I think even creeped into the top ten uh at one point in the season so and that was pretty memorable. People still refer to that season uh three years after the fact, but last year's matchup was a close one at a college park, and I think the terps came away with a thirty one twenty four victory so um you would think that just by basing some of that data. Alone, you would think that maybe this could be a close game in itself. Uh, if we look into the odds report that I have here, uh, the Terps did drop a close game to, again, our bitter rival Illinois, 27 24, while our last game was 17 9. So a lot of similarities going into tomorrow afternoon's game. Uh, if we're going to look into offensive stats, Taulia Tagavailoa. So if that name does not sound familiar to you already, um, that is the brother of Miami Dolphins starting quarterback, Tua Tagavailoa, And I think at one point, both of them were at Alabama together until, uh, Tua went to the league and eventually Taulia decided to transfer to a place where perhaps he could get more playing time. And... I think he's been the QB there for the last three seasons or, or so. So, of course, he has a firm idea of how to run that offense and how to find his weapons and how to find success, which is why, like I said in the recap episode against Nebraska, that the Cats really have to bring their A game on Saturday because this quarterback, no disrespect to Heinrich Harburg, but this is way different, way more talented, way more accurate, way more whatever you want to call it uh relative to harburg so of course you're going to have your hands full going into tomorrow afternoon he went 27 of 39 for two touchdowns and no interceptions against illinois roman hemby or roman hemby carried the ball 12 times for 70 yards with five receptions for 63 and caden prather was their leading receiver six receptions for 70 yards and one touchdown against illinois So. Their offense obviously can score. It can get into the end zone, which is something that Nebraska was able to do against the Cats defense, but very, very late in the game. And the big difference here is that they can, and by they, I mean Maryland, they can get in relatively early. So Gallagher and company really need to step up, make things hard for Talia, and make things hard for that receiving and running core if... The Cats want to keep this series competitive and keep themselves on the winning side of this series. The oddsmakers aren't really nice to our Cats going into um, this weekend. They do have Maryland as a 14-point favorite, uh, with the total being 48.5 points. So again, it seems like the oddsmakers don't seem to see any potential in this squad at all, right? Um, they're always putting them in double digits, minus perhaps the Howard game and maybe even the uh, UTEP game. But in the games that Northwestern has played this year, except for Rutgers, they have shown a tendency to at least be under that. Right? I think Rutgers and I think Duke. Sure, those those were games that the the other team blew them out. But I mean. Again, on paper, it seems like everyone is better than the Cats, and what I'm trying to say here is that the Cats have done enough to surprise people week in and week out, regardless of who the opponent is, whether it's an FCS opponent or even a Big Ten opponent, i.e. in the case of Minnesota, right? So I could see the Cats doing pretty well in this game, okay? Especially with the uh, Ryan Field uh, situation, um, it's going to be new for Maryland, right? Because if you remember back a couple weeks, Penn State uh, had to practice for it, and they looked pretty—they uh, looked pretty shook, for lack of a better term, for the first half of the game. And then, of course, like I said uh, at that time. Uh, Penn State ended up doing Penn State things, which means, you know, playing very complete football, playing dominant football. And then, of course, unfortunately, our cats couldn't have an answer. But going into tomorrow, there could be multiple, 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 multiple scenarios where the cats can have an answer. And I don't know who will be starting at QB1 going into tomorrow. I hope Ben Bryant is good to go. But if not, I think Brendan Sullivan can still get the job done, still find his receivers, uh, Kurtz and Johnson, get Henning involved. I think that's the other thing too. AJ Henning needs to get more involved. It seems like the last couple games he doesn't seem to um have much of a presence on both rushing and receiving. And of course, he was one of the more bigger names going into the season so if the offense can somehow get him more involved, add that with a rushing attack of cam porter and uh tyus right uh and then of course whoever it is whether it's ben bryant or um brendan sullivan if they can manage the game well enough keep the keep the drives going which is another big thing it seemed like Northwestern could not string consistent first downs right last week, and you need to do it again this week, De- most definitely this week, especially since this team is much better on paper uh, than the Cornhuskers. So if, if there was a need to have a complete game at this point in the season, it's definitely right now. Of course, I'd want the team to have complete games for the rest of the year right, and be bowl eligible and coach Braun's first year at the helm, but you can't you can't think about three games at one time or four games at one time. It has to be one game at a time. And with this team coming off a loss and the other team coming off a loss, you need to have a momentum shift at what's happening right now. And that's what's happening right now, which is the Cats facing the Terps and to get a win at home where everything's good, everything feels comfortable. That's where you need to start and as cool as it is to to play a tag of you need to give him hell make his life the hardest freaking time that it is kind of like that game back in 2020 when it's 43 to 3 i don't think the cats can replicate that but at least make it to where the three guys that i mentioned uh or that were mentioned in the uh report that i got today for uh The odds, um, Tagovailoa, Hemby, and Prather, if you make those guys' life hard, then, of course, you could put less stress on Sullivan slash Bryant and company, right? So, there you have it. The Cats need to play a complete game again, or not again, most definitely, and then again and again and again in order to make the season even more fruitful than it already is right now. My final score is 27-24 Cats. I was thinking about putting the Terps ahead this week. I will admit that right now. Just because right now Maryland is just that much better on paper and probably on talent than um, the Cats. And I know, I know, you you guys are probably already upset with me this season for picking against the Cats multiple times. But um, lately, of course, I've been picking for them. And... This I genuinely feel could be a game where you could be for them. It will get very, very testy, right? Because I did say twenty-seven to twenty-four, but I think the Cats will do just enough to rattle Taulia Tagavailoa and enough when they have the ball to shake the game up and come away with a win and improve to uh four and four. So, um Back to being 500 is what I feel for this Cats team. Let me know what you think. Do you think the Cats can actually pull this one off, or do you think the Terps are just too much? Uh, Again, pass this conversation on to friends, family, colleagues who want to join in. O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T can be found on all platforms, or should I say most platforms, especially Apple and Spotify, YouTube, spelled the same way, and Instagram thank you so much for your support it means a lot once again i really 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 can't say enough how much you guys mean to me um and of course i want to do everything i can to keep entertaining uh you guys the northwestern faithful the Offsea sport faithful um and you know it just means a lot It, it starts with you guys it really does so again O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T on most platforms, Instagram and YouTube. Thank you for your time again. I will see you on Tuesday with the recap of hopefully a Northwestern Wildcat win over those Terps. So until then, see you next week and go cats.